urinary concentration and failure to completely empty the bladder, incontinence, diabetes, kidney stones, having urinary catheters put in, being on medications and anticholinergics, microbial resistance being increased in nursing homes, short urethra in women, having atrophic vaginitis is a risk factor for UTI, and BPH is a risk factor in men any urethral strictures or prostatitis in men. The features of history in UTIs are in nursing home residents are basically the same, but you get more delirium, falls, and cognitive impairment and anorexia. Management investigation of nursing home residents for UTI is the same. Management is for asymptomatic bacteria, no treatment, no treatment for asymptomatic pyuria, Treat as normal with tromecoprimal keflex, with normal floxacin as the last resort. Ural, cranberry juice, and lots of hydration. For recurrent UTIs in nursing homes, the management is to investigate underlying causes, increase your perineal hygiene and fluid intake, intravaginal estrogen for atrophic vaginitis. And for recurrent UTIs, you can give prophylactic antibiotics with Keflex 250 megs noctay or trimethoprim. There's no evidence to support hexamine, though there may be some benefit with without upper renal tract abnormality. The causes of influenza and pneumonia in nursing home residents include age, chronic disease, close living conditions, and the impaired response to flu vaccine due to age. You can prevent pneumonia in nursing home residents with using the 23-valent PPV vaccine for adults 65 and over, for ATSI people 50 and over, and doing a single re-vaccination of this five years later. History and investigate history exam and investigation are generally the same. Um, features of severe pneumonia in a nursing home resident include respirate over 30, pulse rate over 125, any acute change in mental state, hypotension less than 90 on 60, uh, requiring oxygen more than three liters. Management of mild pneumonia, mild to moderate pneumonia actually does better in the residential aged care facility. In terms of pressure ulcers, the scales used to assess pressure ulcer risk include the Waterloo scale, Norton and Braden scale with the Norton scale designed for the RACF. Uh, it's out of 20 and lower is more risk. And if you're 14, you're already at higher risk. 
the way to prevent pressure ulcers in nursing home residents is to do daily inspection of all pressure points, protection of the skin, pressure relieving interventions and devices, having turning schedules and lifting aids, using low pressure support services, surfaces, and optimizing nutrition and hydration. So there's four stages of pressure ulcers in nursing home residents. Stage one, having observable pressure alteration, alterations like redness and heat. Stage two is partial thickness skin. It's superficial and looks like an abrasion blister or a shallow crater. Stage three is a full thickness skin loss. You're starting to get into the subcut tissue down to the fascia. And stage three is a full thickness skin loss plus tissue necrosis right down to the joint or the bone. Now the causes of fecal incontinence in nursing home residents. So the causes are fecal impaction with overflow diarrhea, strokes which gives you more loss of control, anal sphincter weakness due to age, more intestinal diseases, medications, IBS, diarrhea or alcohol, and having rectal or colon disease. Uh, the features of history will be of fecal incontinence will be one of you know constipation with overflow diarrhea, pain, straining, and using a lot of pain medication. Uh, to examine someone with fecal incontinence, you want to have a look at do a PR exam, have a look at the prostate, examine for any rectal masses, examine for anal sphincter tone, rectal prolapse, and pelvic muscle tone. Probably want to do an abdo exam there as well. Investigations would include plain abdo x-ray and looking for specific causes that you might be suspecting. Management would involve manual disimpaction, using laxatives, using coffee to stimulate the gut, exercise to stimulate the gut, rectal sphincter exercises, having more insoluble fibre in the diet, doing pelvic floor exercises, or if you need to, doing surgical sphincter repair.